0: A number of years ago, quite early in the morning on the first Sunday of Advent, I was driving to a parish visitation, and I passed a church with a portable sign out on the street, the kind to which you can affix plastic letters that spell out the message of your choice. This sign proclaimed simply, Another Chance, 9 a.m. Sunday. The clever simplicity of this message caught my eye and made me wonder whether another chance was the name of a particular church program or worship service or whether the sign just meant that if you missed church last Sunday morning at 9, you could catch it this Sunday morning at 9. But what most captured my attention as I drove by on that first Sunday of Advent was the vivid reminder that this is precisely what we spend the first season of the church year in preparation for. Another chance. Tonight, after four full weeks of Advent preparation, here we are, ready or not. To borrow from the rented signs message on that rural county road, another chance, 10 p.m. Christmas Eve. That is, after all, what the Incarnation is all about. In fact, all of God's salvation history is about another chance. Noah and the Rainbow Covenant, Sarah's fertility, Isaac and the ram, Joseph and his brothers, Moses and the Promised Land, Ruth's fidelity to Naomi, and on and on to Jesus, born to a broken world To give it another chance, crucified and raised to new life, to give us another chance. What each of his disciples received from Peter and Andrew to Martha and Mary was another chance. Another chance at knowing that they were beloved by God, another chance at living their lives in the love of God and the service of others. Another chance at bringing heaven to earth in their own day. I suspect that some of us are here tonight because somewhere along the line, we got another chance. Perhaps it came through the healing of a deep hurt, the release from some destructive behavior, or the reckoning with a profound grief or loneliness. Maybe it came by way of a kindness received, the gift of a new direction in life, a restoration to health for ourselves or a loved one, or a longed-for freedom finally realized. And I'm certain that each of us here tonight is in need of another chance, at least in some area of our life, in a relationship we are not handling well in the way we care for or about others in a situation we wish we had dealt with differently in the way we cope with our own inadequacies another chance at loving and being loved by others another chance at accepting ourselves as God accepts us the birth of Christ Jesus is both the assurance and the realization of another chance 2,000 years ago and every moment since. Without fanfare, in fact, virtually without notice, the God who created the universe gave us another chance to get it right by being born as one of us, a divine and yet perfectly common baby, no different from any of us save for the capacity to love without exception. While we sing, Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace and glory to the newborn King, the Messiah did not arrive with entourage and armies. Rather, he was born in a stable attended by livestock and strangers. On this holy night, we remember that precious gift of another chance in the human birth of divine love. Because remembering renews our confidence. It renews our confidence that love can triumph in this broken world. And as unlikely as it may sometimes seem, love can triumph through the human frailty of our own lives. This in itself is a tiding of comfort and joy. To grow into the full stature of Christ, as St. Paul encouraged the church in Ephesus, we need only to be ourselves, fully human, in the way the infant Jesus came to us, both as an object of love and as a source of love, not filling the room with self-importance and self-concern, but making room for the importance and concerns of others, shepherds and kings alike, from whatever field or country they come to find the newness of life they most need, and to go on by a new way. When we make ourselves small after the model of the infant Christ, we, like him, make room for the other. When we limit our own needs, tangible and intangible, we make room for the needs for their needs to be met. We recognize what serves them best, and we become agents for them of another chance. In this way, the humility of Jesus' birth becomes the model of our own humility, that posture by which The world receives through us what we have received from Jesus. Like the Holy Infant Christ, you and I are given new life that we might offer new life to others. That is at the heart of our vocation to be Christian. Time and again, we receive the body of Christ to become the body of Christ. Time and again we are forgiven that we might forgive others. Time and again we receive another chance to give someone else another chance. Tonight, we gather once again at the manger side to welcome the infant Christ anew into our hearts. Here in the company of oxen, sheep, angels, and archangels, may we receive this holy gift and offer the same to the world with our lives. Another chance for compassion and mercy. Another chance for reconciliation and justice. Another chance for grace and peace. Another chance to bring heaven to earth as on one still night in Bethlehem it was many years ago. To conclude, I offer these few lines of verse from my Christmas message. Swathed in birthing cloths, his tiny nostrils drawing soft breaths, dilating with the earthy aroma of livestock. His delicate fingers moving in slow motion, as if caressing the air he breathes. His eyes, unable to focus on anything save perhaps the mother's breast, his ears hearing for the first time the sounds of the creation he had been born to redeem. This fragile Messiah, conceived to bear God's transforming love to a broken world, this incarnation of divine affection come to us in the most vulnerable of all beings, a living invitation to love as we are loved. This will be a sign for you, the angel said. For you. Amen.